This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. We've certainly seen plenty of headlines about innocent people getting conned out of their money by a phony real estate deal or Ponzi scheme. And sometimes the accused is a well-respected expert who you'd never suspect of any wrongdoing, like former Wall Street financier Bernie Madoff, who's now serving a federal prison sentence for the largest Ponzi scheme in world history. But in a more recent case, media finance guru Jordan Goodman surprised everyone, including me, for his role in the $1.2 billion Woodbridge Ponzi scheme. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. You just don't expect someone with credentials like Goodman to be on the wrong side of a shady real estate deal. He's a nationally recognized personal finance expert who calls himself America's Money Answers Man. He spent almost 20 years as a Wall Street correspondent for Money Magazine. He's authored or co-authored several books on investing and personal finance, and he's appeared as an expert on mainstream news and talk shows. And he has his own long-standing podcast and blog where he shares his financial wisdom. Much of his advice is perfectly fine, but he allegedly crossed a line he shouldn't have and placed a big smear on his credibility. According to the New York Times, Goodman was one of 18 people charged with selling unregistered securities for the Woodbridge Group of Companies LLC and its affiliates. The Securities and Exchange Commission says Goodman acted as an unregistered broker and promoted the safety, security, and earning potential of Woodbridge securities to unsuspecting investors. Those words turned out to be an empty promise. Woodbridge collapsed in December of 2017 and filed for bankruptcy. That's when investors stopped getting their monthly interest payments and realized they had also lost their investment principal. The SEC says there were 8,400 victims, many of whom were elderly and had invested their entire retirement savings. They were promised monthly checks from the interest on loans to third parties, when in reality, they were paid with money from new investors until the scheme went belly up. Woodbridge CEO Robert Shapiro was at the center of the Ponzi scheme. He's accused of living a lavish lifestyle with that money from investors. The SEC ordered him to pay a fine of $100 million and return about $21 million of swindled money plus interest. Goodman earned about $2 million in commissions from Woodbridge. In his deal with prosecutors, he agreed to pay that back along with another $315,000 in interest and a $100,000 fine. The SEC has also permanently banned Shapiro, Goodman, and others from working as brokers or investment counselors. Although Goodman didn't admit guilt in the deal, he's also prohibited from declaring his innocence. The Times article says that before he signed that agreement, he denied any knowledge of the Woodbridge Ponzi scheme. And without that knowledge, you might argue that he wasn't really doing anything wrong. But he also is an alleged expert in all things financial. He even wrote a book on fraud called Reading Between the Lies, How to Detect Fraud and Avoid Becoming a Victim of Wall Street's Next Scandal. You can buy that book and his others on Amazon. Co-host Don McDonald of Seattle radio show Talking Real Money told The Times, he is one of the smartest people in the financial business that I've ever spoken with. He could not possibly be duped by an investment like this. So it remains unclear as to how much he actually knew about Woodbridge and whether he saw any red flags for this Ponzi scheme. Either way, one thing Goodman absolutely should have researched is whether or not he even had the right to sell securities, 
According to the article, he was unlicensed, and it's my understanding that an unlicensed person cannot sell securities. And if he did somehow find a loophole that allowed him to quote-unquote market the securities anyway, he did something you should never do when you're involved with the securities business. He didn't disclose the fact that he was receiving commissions from Woodbridge as he was promoting those investment opportunities. Disclosures are very important in the world of finance. Investopedia defines a disclosure as the act of releasing all relevant information on a company that may influence an investment decision, making public both positive and negative news, data, and other details about its operations, or that impacts its operations in a timely fashion. Now again, it's my understanding that if you're a public figure promoting a product in which you're invested, you must disclose that. I assume the same is true if you're making commissions. It needs to be disclosed. For example, Rich and I invested in a company called Ludella that allows you to turn on your real flame candles with your phone app, and a timer turns them off in case you fall asleep or leave the house. And if a child knocks over the candle, it automatically turns off as well. So I announced today on Facebook that Ludella candles are now available on Amazon, and I also disclosed that we're invested in the company. You've got to disclose everything when there's a financial incentive. My company, Real Wealth Network, used to refer our members to a turnkey income property provider in Dallas, Texas, but we took them off our referral list because they're now selling securities. They're raising money from investors to lend on their commercial buildings in Houston, and they asked me if we'd like to receive a commission for referring people to those notes, and I told him, absolutely not. That would be illegal for me to take commission on a security, and even if they are raising money for a note secured to a commercial building, It's still a security, even if it's a note, because it involves raising money from passive investors. A lot of people think that if it's a loan, it's not a security, and that's just not true. Either way, I would need to be licensed in order to receive any kind of commission like that. So please be careful out there. When you accept money, you have to understand that you're also accepting liability. I see a lot of people now starting companies kind of like ours, referring people to turnkey income property providers and getting a referral fee. But unfortunately, this is illegal unless you're a licensed real estate broker. When Real Wealth Network receives a referral fee, it's a broker-to-broker fee. You can't receive these referral fees if you're not licensed. But there's a lot of people out there doing it anyway. As for Goodman, he appears to still be operating as a financial expert but he's not allowed to be involved in the securities business. Now, I interviewed him back in late 2016 and was a guest on his show about that same time. I'm hoping that his mistake was merely an oversight and that he was not a part of the Ponzi scheme, but who knows? As investors, it's so important to understand that when someone tells you that an investment is safe and secure because it's a note, you should think twice. Just ask the banks that failed during the mortgage meltdown if they think lending is always safe and secure. It certainly can be when it's done right and when it's secured to real estate at a low LTV, but lending to an open-ended billion-dollar fund makes it very, very difficult for anyone to perform adequate due diligence. You'll find links to more information on the story in the blog for this podcast at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 